Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 178. I'm AJ, and this is a man with many names. You may know him as Production Guy, Blueberry Brad, well, perhaps. Still up but to be. We'll, tell, we'll just call him Blake. What's up, Blake? <laughs> hey, how's it going, man? It's going good. So, what is Real Talk, you may ask? It's a show that we do every week. It's about God, life, the Bible, and everything in between. Listen, y'all, there's going to be a link here at the bottom of the screen, but it's also in the description of this video. It's www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. If you click on that link, you can ask us an anonymous question. Or you can suggest a topic or just say something to us. Give us some feedback of any kind or just say hi. Either way, we'll see. It's completely anonymous. We couldn't find you even if we tried because we have. So, like I said, we've got a guest on here today. His name is Blake. Hello, hello. For anybody that's never watched before, do you want to introduce yourself? Kind sure. of tell us, tell us about who you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, well, I'm Blake. Hey. <laughs> Uh, production guy Blake for Real Talk Live for quite some time. Um, it's been a while since I've been been a part of just a pre-recorded. Thing. It's been a long, it's, long it's time. Been, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. um, especially being on this side of the camera. Mm-hmm. But oh man, a little bit of what I do. Um, I lead our worship. I don't lead our worship. I lead our youth group here. Heck um, yeah, man! Rise Youth meets Thursdays at six p.m. to eight p.m. If you're middle school to high school, shameless plug. Come check us out. We have a fun time. Um, play bass on the worship team. Oh boy, I'm on the connections team, children's church team, hey, cleaning team. This dude's a great servant, really is, man. Dude's dude just serves everywhere. So I enjoy it. Heck yeah, man. So this is Blake, also known as Blueberry Brad. You'll figure. Nope. You'll find out later why we call him Blueberry Brad. And I if those of you who watch normally, you'll know why. You know, you, you'll know the saga, and the saga is bound to continue today. So. <laughs> Anyways, so we'll probably just dive right in, y'all. Um, again, it's an honor to be here. I love doing this show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys haven't, listen, I'm going to do this earlier on in this episode. Why don't you go ahead and, and share this video real quick? It's why true. not? I know why we usually right say it at the end, but hey, why don't you just go ahead and share the video real quick? Sure. Why not? Come right back. We'll be right here. I'm not going anywhere. Or podcast. Or podcast. I'll never All forget right. about you, podcasters. <laughs> we got, will, we got the I podcast fam, the pod squad. Actually, per se. that's fair because usually I listen on Spotify more than anything else. There yeah, he is. Yeah, so yeah. AJ will care, care about your video people, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fun turn Clint's got you, podcasters. Fun turn cares about the, the pod squad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we got a couple questions. As you guys know, we like to start our show off with some questions. Actually, wait before I do that, I forgot to update you guys on the fundraiser. So. You you haven't been following your list, sir. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I didn't see you explain to give the link. Oh, I did give the link. Okay, it was just very fast. (laughs) Oh, I hundred percent thought that you didn't do it. I was like, oh my god. No, no, he 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 twisted it into the intro. It was there. Boom! Look at that twisty misty. So if you lost it, go back to the intro. (laughs) Let's do it a few times. See if you can find it. So, to give you guys an update on this fundraiser. It's called AJ's Three Months of Madness. I know you guys have, we've, we've been talking about it for weeks, but I'm telling you guys, we're finally making some ground on it. Today, when you guys see, the, see me right now in this very moment talking about it, there's going to be a drop-down box at www.theremnant.live slash give. It's going to say AJ's Three Months of Madness. You guys can donate towards this fundraiser. What is this fundraiser? It's to raise money for our media team, uh, just overall production value, looking to try to get some new mics, some new cameras and stuff, and... When you guys donate, you guys get to essentially uh, mess with my entire hair and face. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of insight here, um, some early donation for, per se, because this is officially going to start Sunday, and there's going to be a website on our website, www.theremnant.life. There's going to be a whole section for it. It's going to be awesome. But for you guys listening here on the podcast of Real Talk, I'm going to tell you guys that our first goal is $500. And the first thing I got to do is do frosted tips in my hair. So you guys are getting a little bit of an early input here. So the Dropbox should be there for uh, AJ's Three Months of Madness. And if you guys click it and donate, get to that 500 bucks, you guys get to see me at Frosted Tips, and it just gets crazier from there. So that's the start. I got to see a few of the, uh, few of the steps there. <laughs> it gets wild. I'm, I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I am, I am excited but also incredibly nervous because I feel like I'm just going to look like an absolutely ridiculous human being. Oh, 100%. And now, I, I think I'm going to be okay with it once it just happens and I have to deal with it. <laughs> but in the moments leading up, I already know I'm gonna be like, I don't know if I want to do this. But yep. 
So, yes, check it out, folks. I'm super excited for it. I know we've been talking about it for a little while now, but it's, it's for real now. And, man, I, it's awesome. So thank you guys so much for your donations ahead of time. Now, on to questions. So, Blake, we What's can start up? off with you, my friend. Question number uno. Uno. Have you guys listened to the songs Confidence or Unstoppable by Sanctus Real? Now, I've heard of Sanctus Real, but I don't know if I've actually heard Confidence or Unstoppable. I, I bet you have. Okay, are they pretty because popular? They're, they're pretty popular. I didn't connect the names, like the, the names of the songs to the actual song. Mm-hmm. But Confidence, I definitely know pretty, pretty well. Okay. Strength Like Daniel and the Lion's Den. Strength Like Daniel and the Lion's Den. That's the main chorus. Like Mo- Moses in the wilderness. Uh, you're probably right, man. I've probably heard it. I just can't think of it. I'm not right going to sing it because I can't sing. <laughs> so I'm just going to say the lyrics. But, uh, yes, I have heard them. Unstoppable, I, I haven't heard as much. Yeah. What um, would you rate it on a scale of 10 confidence? Confidence. I would give it lyrically. I like it. I, I think it's really cool. I would say like a 9 out of 10. For Oof, that's high. Yeah. That's real high. Um, I love it. Musically, because like I said, I am a bassist or pretend to be. Not enough boom, bass. huh? But uh, it's 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 good. I like it. I would give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten is solid musicianship, man. What about you, Fun Turn? Have you heard of any of these from Sanctus Real? I don't even know that band. <laughs> he goes, I don't even know, man. No, uh, I've heard. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I know I've, I I have heard them. I just don't know if like I know he says I've probably heard Confidence, but I I'm not 100 percent sure if I've heard any of their music. But whoever is ask this question i'm definitely gonna check it out so thanks for the recommendation because i i love music so i'm definitely gonna check it out i'm even lower than that i have no idea who or what or any of this at all i could have maybe heard this song but i've never heard of this band in my life <laughs> there's a chance now, i've heard be, this song but to be fair i'm the opposite of aj i don't remember song titles i don't remember that's song what i was anything. about to say i remember all the lyrics so yep I learn in a different way. I just song titles aren't important. Uh, I'll just sing the whole lyrics of the song, and then they'll be like, "What's the name of that song?" And I'll be like, "I have no idea." See, I that, never learned. That's literally what I was about to bring up. I was like, "You probably heard it too. You just don't remember that stuff because I know you said that so much." And it's funny because you're right. I am opposite. I'm the guy who will remember maybe like the name of the band and like maybe the song title, but I don't always remember lyrics. But I do remember melodies really well. Mm, so that makes like. Sense. I might be able to act like I know what it's saying, but I have no idea just because I know the melody. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, I definitely know confidence. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm useless on song pop. <laughs> Dude, I am amazing at song pop in like three Terrible. categories. <laughs> <laughs> country, so 2000s shout country, out, and 90s country. Shout out song pop. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no free ads, though. But thank you. Uh, but definitely con- confidence was on like all of the... Christian music radios for like a while. It's been, okay. They're, they're both relatively new, but Confidence has definitely been on there for. Dude, I did. I've never listened to Christian radio, so I don't know. Like, I know it's WBCL. Guys, like, yeah, dude, I, I didn't even listen to that. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, but I've never listened to that. Like, I, I always listen to like all the rock stations. So, like, <laughs> every once in a while, the old, uh, the old uh, local shoe store I used to work at. I think we used to listen to WBCL sometimes randomly, which I thought was interesting. It was either country music or WBCL. <laughs> hey, it's right up my alley. I love it. Yeah, strange combination, <laughs> I know. Really strange combination. Where the skate shop And then I, the, and then I found the does. perfect... Oh, that was the shoe shop, right? Oh, it was the shoe shop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was a skate store. No, oh, no, no. That would have like, been hilarious. Bad, bad. I wish it was at the skate shop. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. All we listen to at the skate shop is country music and WBCL. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> come come get your skateboards and hear, hear a word from the Lord. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, so moving on, we have, I'll ask you one, Blackie. All right, what you got for me? Says, how do you keep forgiving someone who keeps hurting you over and over? Oh boy, kind of more of a serious note here. Um, how do you keep forgiving someone who hurts you over and over? Yeah, man. I think first of all is you have to be intentional with it, mm-hmm. right? Like, for forgiveness is not necessarily always just like a uh, like a one time one time thing. Yeah, like it, it, it's going to be reoccurring, and it needs to be intentional. Hmm. Um, so when that hurt keeps happening over and over again, I think to remember a few things. One, we're forgiven countless times a day for the mm. things we've done, 
right? Jesus even says that those those who do not forgive will not be forgiven, right? Like, yeah, I have forgiven you, so you should forget those who sin against you. Um, so like we're we're told to do that, and we're shown that forgiveness and grace literally every day. So I think that's a good thing to keep in mind, um, as well as like remembering that the forgiveness isn't necessarily for the other person. Mm. It the forgiveness is for you, right? The admittance of it, so saying that you forgive, would be more for that other person, so they don't feel the condemnation of it. Um. But I think forgiveness is more for you. And we've talked about that, right? Like, Because you have to be able to be in a place with your heart where you can do that and not hold things against someone. It's really good, man. I like that a lot. And, and you're right. Like, it, it, it definitely stems from a place where you have to understand that as a Christian, you know. And again, I know that you don't, you know, this question that you don't mention, whoever asked this question, you don't specifically mention that you're a Christian, but you just asking this question makes me think you are. So, like, you know, coming from a Christian perspective, like, you do have to remember, like, like you brought up, like, you know, you know, Scripture even says, like, you know, you know, if you are forgiven, you must forgive. You know, being forgiven, you must forgive. So, you know, I think that sometimes you also can't get caught up in the emotional aspect of it all. You know, you can't, you can't let um, the hurt um, drive you to a place of bitterness and condemnation towards that person. Um, and I think that's why even when we talk about, you know, if you even, you know, kind of zoom out even more, you know, with just love in general, that's why love is looked at as more of an action than a feeling because in forgiveness also falls under that. And, and forgiveness is 100% more of an action than a, than a feeling because if you're ever waiting to forgive someone, to, like when you feel like you're forgiving them, it's very possible that won't ever come. So, um, great. That's great stuff, dude. I love that. Yeah. Fun turn. You got anything on, on that? Okay, man. Yeah. That, but yeah, great question. I appreciate you asking. Um, you know, I don't know if it's something specific. I know like, you know, on the show, like it's because it's broad, we may not be able to give you like, you know, the, like, the most specific answer, but if you do have like a specific situation you're talking about, shoot it in. We'd love to try to, you know, chop it up a little more and give you some more specifics if possible. All right. I, I like what you said to you about it's not always about how, how you feel about it. That's good. Yeah, man. Because, you know, if you, I know emotions are just, you can't trust them. You can't trust your emotions, man, because they're just, you know, they're so up and down and like they just, they drive you to do usually impulsive bad things. <laughs> usually. It's very, you know, oh, yeah. I, I know we have good emotion, like uh, clearly, you know, we have, you know, we have those, those emotional highs that are so good, but even those can become dangerous. Because then, you know, once once that emotional high even starts to, you know, settle settle down a little bit, you can kind of become depressive even. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, definitely cannot rely on emotions, especially when you're following Jesus. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. Absolutely. Cool. Black A, you're up next, good sir. Very important question we have here. Okay. Chicken or pizza? Pizza. You know, the reason why I pick pizza is because a lot more variety than chicken. Though, eh, I should I should actually you know there's a lot of there is a lot of variety in chicken too though. I think I'm still gonna take pizza though. I just love pizza, so <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like chicken's pretty versatile. Dude, it is you're right, it is verse it is. You're right, chicken is very versatile, it is. I have worked in a place. <laughs> Stop lying to yourselves. What about chicken? Oh no, it's not versatile at all. It's not uh, true. It's it's not do. true. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me let me explain. You can do about five different things with chicken. You can. That's that's it. That's the only five things you need. No, no, that's that's not true. <laughs> You see, you can continue to lie to yourself, but after you've eaten that chicken for about a year, uh-huh. with the five different things that have been done to it, see, you 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 try to trick yourself. You try to trick yourself. <laughs> it's different. It's different. I I put it on a wrap now. It's different. bro. I've never heard Fun Turn be so serious. <laughs> He's like, yo, chicken ain't that deep. <laughs> nah, 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 you're only playing in a shallow pool of chicken with pizza. Pizza, you can do whatever you want with pizza. Yes, but. But you can with chicken too. 
You can put things on it. You can cook it multiple different ways. Five it's, things, Blake. You can put it in things. <laughs> Five things. Maybe. Maybe eight. Eight's a pretty maybe good variety. Maybe if you include salads. <laughs> maybe if you include salads. <laughs> now listen. Speaking of salads. Okay. So the place where I work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I work at the local golf course. Yeah. And we have chicken salad. <laughs> okay. And I have been smashing chicken salad sandwiches lately. Okay. It's so good. Nice. So you take the chicken salad and put it on a sandwich. Put on some bread and just go for it, man. Salad, okay. Man. Nice. That seems like variety. <laughs> you got chicken salad? You got now, chicken I, I am going to agree with Fun Turn here that I think pizza is more of a variety just because there's so many different ways you can have pizza. The, you know, there's just so many different, I mean, you got the base, can be different, toppings different. I mean, it just, it's it, it's almost endless. So I think as far as variety, I do think pizza is going to be more of a variety than chicken. Yes, but some one, of those inv- varieties moment, include. He's <laughs> making a list. Checking it twice. To be fair, several of those varieties of pizza do include chicken. That is true, though. You're right. I will give you that. A lot of those. It's part of the variety of pizza. Now, that is true, though. That does go into the variety of what pizza can bring. This is such an in-depth conversation on pizza and chicken. Can't wait for this to be the next big controversial Real Talk topic. (laughs) Oh, we we have yet to address the controversy. We're not even there yet. This is just the next, like you said, this is just the next one. We still have another level here of of controversy to address here in a moment. (laughs) Look, Look, I got seven. I got seven. seven. Wait, no, I got, I got, I, I, nope, nope, seven. Okay, I let's, got seven. let's hear the seven. We have sandwich. Okay. Chicken sandwich, okay. Now, grilled. No, you have fried, crispy, and grilled. No, no, that's all just in one sandwich, because eventually they all become the same. <laughs> they taste different. They're completely different. When you've had as much chicken as I have, There's they a cr- all take the, they, oh, they all can, taste the same. Can, can, can we at least differentiate between I think for, fried I and I think grilled. for variety's sake... You, you haven't, you, you've only got past round one. It, it, this is one. So you have sandwich. Okay. Then you have grilled. Okay. Then you have fried. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you. Then you have salad. Okay. Then you have wrap. Okay. Then you have seasoning. Okay. And then you have dark and light. That is it. That's all you can do with chicken. What about pastas? You have a chicken marinara? No, you have now chicken we have al- number eight. Chicken Alfredo? Pasta. Chicken carbonara? I don't even know what that last one is. <laughs> this guy chicken? loves chicken. You put chicken on your baked potatoes? No. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen that. Like people like pull the chicken you and put it in the baked potato. You can take any meal and put chicken into it the, but the for chicken protein, and it's going to go with it. It's not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you ever you put, put chicken in spaghetti, and an Italian person may kill you. Okay, what about rice? Chicken and rice. That's true. Chicken and rice. That's true. Listen, I, I, I do I can't think tell the jokes I want to tell about I, I, soup. I, I do think that no, chicken, no. chicken noodle soup, no chicken noodle soup. I actually really don't like chicken noodle soup. I've ate it. Because I mean, I'm not I've a huge had, fan either, food. but it is still a form of well, variety. That's because you don't like noodles. Absolutely. Vegetable soup. A lot of times people will put new, uh, chicken in as Interesting. well for some sort of stew. Now, I've also discovered chicken and dumplings. Though I do, though I will say that there is a lot of that's chicken just variety. That's soup with biscuits in it. That is <laughs> it's different. It's a soup with biscuits in it. I've had chicken and dumplings. That's the only soup I like. Chicken and dumplings is just a soup with biscuits in it. That is the only difference between oh my gosh, soup dude. and chicken. So, so we, we've gotten up to about 10. We've gotten up to about 10. I love that the, we, the longest conversation we've had is about chicken and pizza. <laughs> so we've gotten up to about 10 different things. With pizza, I can give you about 20 different pizzas. You can do all sorts of different things with pizza. You already know that the title of this Dough. episode is Fifty Shades of Chicken. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? It's 10 shades. It's more like 50 shades of pizza. <laughs> Good golly. Hey, like hey folks listening. <laughs> What's your take here? Chicken or pizza? There Chicken is, or there pizza? There is a correct answer. And yeah. now here's the thing. This, start, this started off as which do you prefer? <laughs> Chicken or pizza? But we've quickly spiraled into a debate about which has more variety. <laughs> so my question for you guys listening or watching is, which has more variety? Chicken or pizza? Let us know. <laughs> chicken is good. Chicken is great. But let's not oversell chicken. It's Pizza, not. sauce, cheese, meat, you're done. Uh, How nope. many different varieties are there? There's different types of sauces. You can fold the pizza up because apparently a papadilla is a, a thing now, which is really so just then, a taco pizza. So then not every different type of chicken pasta should count as well. 
No, because they're different sauces. It's all dough, sauce, and cheese. I can give you. I can give you different doughs for every single one. (laughs) Different doughs. Pastas are typically made from different types of doughs. I can also give you. You get three different types of pizzas because they're all made. No. Now we're okay. Now we're in the technicalities. This is getting over the top. We're getting. We're getting into different types of dough. We made different types of. Now we made a list for chicken. We were already in technicalities. From one controversy into another, we move on to our next question, which is, Brad, any updates on the Great Blueberry Heist? I don't know. Should we try to bring him in or something? I, I don't I know. Mean, I, I mean, I, if you want to go grab him, I think, he, I think he's here, but I don't know. I know. I know this. Before the show, I set a trap, and I saw how somebody ate their muffin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we can bring that up, too. We actually uh, we have some muffins here. <laughs> And you can see muffins. somebody already took a bite out of the top of that first one. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now I will say that is me. I did take that bite. <laughs> I will also, admit that that is me. We're gonna we're gonna point out the fact that Mister Mister Bradamy Blake um, <laughs> ate the top of his muffin first too. That's because I was starving. <laughs> I was excited about uh-huh. blueberry. Muffin. No, 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 no. Don't so, don't sugarcoat so, this. He so, said, <laughs> his muffin in a very specific way. Do so, Brad. <laughs> Any update on this heist? Listen, I gave my update a while ago through the uh, through the Real Talk link, mm-hmm. www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Boom. That's where I submitted my my input. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. I am, in fact, Blueberry Brad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if everybody didn't know already, but yeah. <laughs> I think there might have been a few who... Hadn't quite figured oh it out. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, we kept it such um, a secret. Yeah. What do you want to know? This this is live on air. Listen, man, we just want to see. I want to know your perspective. All right, here's what happened. Here's how it all goes down. <laughs> it's evening time. <laughs> we stopped by one of our local late night shops. I'd like to point this out, I'm at work at this time. Working exactly. At the- place that, where I make tacos, because oh we, gosh, we that, literally have no name for that place now. That goes into the story. <laughs> so, we go, I collect various drinks, snacks, food, etc. Right. Of which, I know this was a big part of the controversy, was why would I offer a blueberry muffin if I didn't want somebody to eat said blueberry muffin? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So the reason I offer the blueberry muffin over, instead, a Reese's, a package of Reese's Sticks... Mm-hmm. Is because said person, don't do it. This is my time. I'm on this. I'm on the stand. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. I look back there in front turn. Clinch just getting ready to flip on his mic. <laughs> I know that look. I've I've had it in my eye too many times. But <laughs> anyway, so I collect various things. Said person who asked for something to snack on. Yeah, had also said previously that night, within the last 10 minutes, they were trying to eat a little healthier. So I figured a muffin is a slightly better choice yeah. than a Reese's stick. Hmm. Package of Reese's snacks. Seems reasonable. He, he declined. He politely declined. At which point, before I went to bed, mm-hmm. I made sure to set it out at, on the stove at the time that was down in, in that room. I sat it there in order to eat the following day. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's approximately 3 a.m. at this point, 2 to 3 a.m. It's just funny that you're like, I put it on a stove. <laughs> well, I, I sat it there, so like I, so I, I knew where it was the next day. It's just funny. <laughs> so, next, so the next day comes. I think, I, I think I'd gotten off work. It wasn't, <laughs> I think I'd, I, I got off work the next morning. Mind you, I went to bed around 3 a.m. Okay. 3 a.m. or so. Yeah. Come home from work the next morning or the next day. Blueberry muffin isn't on the stove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Naturally, I start finding the blue, start looking for it, get a little sad because I can't find it. It's not in the cabinet. Yeah. It's not on the stove. It's not on the table. So I give up on it's looking. Like a children's book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where's the muffin? It's right behind you. No, but, so naturally, I get sad. You know how I am when I don't get my get to eat my expected sweets. It's true. 
I then go searching for other things to snack on. And I open the fridge. And in the fridge is a partially eaten blueberry muffin. <laughs> let, let us be known, where was it? On the very top shelf in the back. Which again, like Clint said earlier in this episode, I also don't put things on the top shelf. Because that means I have to hunch over to get them. Yes, yes. And see them. Yeah. Tall, tall person problems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, actually, I think it was, no, I, maybe I didn't work the next day. Because mm-hmm. if I remember right, it was between the hours of like 3 a.m. and like 10, 11 a.m., somewhere in there, is when this thing got eaten. Yeah. Now, to add insult to the injury, not only did they only partially eat the blueberry muffin, but they ate the best part of the blueberry muffin. They ate the top, the entire top, mm-hmm. and just left <laughs> the part that's in, that's in the little muffin thing. Just a laugh in my face. I love the story. And so, that's my side of the story. Now, upon further investigation, we're still, I think, I'm pretty sure we're still at, what, inconclusive? Yeah, there's, there's, oh, yeah, we have no idea. There's no, <laughs> no, no one knows. We're still at inconclusive at this Look, point somebody. as to who ate Blueberry Brad's muffin. At this point, I think it's the Blueberry Grimlins. Now, you've had some supporters, if I remember correctly. You've had people drop off some Blueberry Muffins. I have, yep. There's, there, I have, in fact, opened the fridge. And there's been new Blueberry Muffins in there, which was nice, however. <laughs> it's not the same. You know, the best part about this is how many times have I passive-aggressively, eh, not passive-aggressively, jokingly, um... <laughs> <laughs> you might have ratted yourself moment. out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, the uh, investigation has turned up. It's, it's turned into a cold case at this point. It so is. And I know that I have been pointed at because I got off work and I get back around 4 or 5 in the morning. Hmm. One, I work at a place that makes tacos. Yeah. I'm very well fed. Oh, but a sweet treat. Sounds pretty good around that time, doesn't it? It's a little bit different than your salty. <laughs> that I also have access to sweet treats. That's fair. And two. Got some Cindy Bennies. No. <laughs> They're pretty good. They are pretty good. After you've had them for a little while, you mm. eat them, look, but that's beside Gets the a little boring and look for something new to eat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> The best part about this is, is people were telling me about this blueberry muffin. I didn't even know what they were talking about. Uh huh. This had been a discussion that I'd been completely There's... left out of. I wasn't even here for it. I didn't even know a blueberry muffin existed. I just, I just was accused and did not know anything. And I was around and just going, I've there never seen still... this blueberry muffin. I don't even know what this blueberry muffin is. Too, it's on the very top shelf, which I don't put things on the very top shelf. Because I have to stoop over. I got a bad back. I got a big belly. It, it's bad. It's bad. It, bad things can happen. You look, I'm one, Listen. one stoop over from being on the ground. We can't do that. So it's not there. In fact, many a times when I'm cleaning the fridge, I look at the very top shelf and I go, what the frick's up there? <laughs> Here's the problem. I don't know if anybody has a legitimate alibi. No, it, it literally could have been anyone. Oh, yeah, because, that's the problem. Because it's be- going to be like a year from now. Somebody's going to come forward. <laughs> because, but, but between, between the times of 3 a.m. and about 11, we'll say, we were all here. And it's we true, were all man. up and moving around at one point. Bro. At some point. Yeah. And that's not even including the fact that someone else. What, I'm about to say, what if this is, what if somebody else <laughs> somebody just else happened to, like someone else <laughs> that had keys came in, hmm. just happened to. Just cause some chaos. They're like, look at that blueberry muffin. Hey, blueberry looks pretty muffin, good. That looks good. And then no, I'm going to put it in the fridge after only eating the best part. There, of it. there are people Not that later. I think would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, with all that being said, if you know any information about the blueberry muffin heist, please call this number. There's no number. Just there's a link. Maybe there is no number. No I'll put I'll put a fake number. Just, just put my just phone number up there. I want to know. I'll no. just put a bunch of. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't do that. There will not be a real number. I'm telling you right now. One eight hundred Blueberry. Please call. No, don't call 1-800. that. I don't. No, don't do that. Don't <laughs> Might be an actual number. Stop, that would be. Stop. A real stop there will not be a number. We were joking call. about the number. 
Look, put it in the link. We're held liable for what we say <laughs> <laughs> to some extent. But. There will be no number. Do not call any number that has been mentioned here. This is this is purely comedy. <laughs> if you have information, come talk to me. You could come talk to him, or you could just use the anonymous link. That also helps. If there we go. Anonymous. You got anonymous. a tip. Anonymous. You got an anonymous tip. Go to www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk and let us know what your anonymous tip is. Yeah, Thank like you. Crime Stoppers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The worst crime of them all. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Back to so, seriousness. Yeah, so moving on. Uh, if you guys are still with us. <laughs> we got a couple articles we want to, we want to discuss with you guys today. I know it's been a while since we've done articles, so we wanted to try to get a few out to you guys. Um, we're actually going to start with an interesting one. Um, so uh, I believe, fun turn, you said these are all from Christian Post. Yes, they are. Yeah, these, so these are all going to be coming to you from ChristianPost.com. So appreciate y'all over there in Christian Post writing these out for us. So we have mm. the, the title of this first one we have is Nearly 2 Million Students Have Left Public Schools Since 2020 Report. So to just give you guys a little bit of insight here, uh, I'll just kind of read the first, the first little bit of this, and then we'll kind of go into it. So it says, approximately 2 million students have left public school since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent lockdowns led to mandated school closures and students being educated online, according to a recently released report. So I have some numbers here that I want to give you guys. Pretty interesting. Um, and these, these are uh, different forms of schools, and the percentages from 2020 to 2022, and there's in the enrollment. So uh, public schools declined from 81% enrollment to 76.5. Man, charter school enrollment increased from 5% to 7.2%, and then private school enrollment increased from 8 to 97 and then homeschooling rose from 6 to 66 now, if I'm honest, I actually initially kind of thought homeschooling was going to go up the most, but they actually didn't even go up a percent. So to me, it seems like, you know, with, you know, with this whole pandemic happening in 2020, or at least initially to me, it seems like people are still keeping their kids in school to some extent and just not public school. That seems to be my initial thought here. Yeah, that's, that's what the numbers are, are trying to show is that there's been a, a decline in um, public school and public schooling. Parents are taking their kids to charter, private, and and or homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting was, you know, and I we I kind of did I did a small Google, a little Google before this before the show because I was like, I know I've heard of a charter school before, but I wanted to make sure I knew what it was. And and for those of you who don't know what a charter school is, it's it's still a, it's it's like a public school, but it's independent. So it's it's very interesting. So they kind of they kind of work differently than public schools. So I found that interesting as well. But they are considered separate, so mm-hmm. let's see. I'm trying to see here. Yeah, so that, that's where the 2 million numbers come from. And 2 million mm-hmm. because of those percentages and everything, like, it's a pretty large thing. And my first thought, because I actually wrote a little note here, mm-hmm. of I, I find it interesting, right, because it, this is written by the Christian Post, right? Yeah. What percentage mm-hmm. of these, I, it, it, it would be interesting to see. Right mm-hmm. of these kids that have been transitioned into other schooling types, right? Out yeah. Of public. How many of them come from a Christian home? Interesting. That I do. That'd be a cool percentage to have. I'm I'm very intrigued by that because <clears throat> I'll I'll walk you through my process. My yeah. Thought process there is because it the wokeness of today is slowly starting to infect and invade public schools, public sure. teaching stuff like that. Um, so it, I, I would be intrigued to see, you know, of the of that two million, what's the numbers, what's the percentage that they come from a a Christian home where they wouldn't want certain things taught or said to their kids because of what what it can do. Well, sure, you know, and and you know, I know on this show before, you know, that's a great point made, Blake, because I know on this show before we have talked about, you know, that there is, you know, there seems to be some sort of agenda. Uh, you know, people want to, people want their perspectives, people want, uh, that's a good word for it, people want their perspectives to be, you know, agreed with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when it comes to, you know, we've talked about media before, we've talked about a lot of stuff, you know, there is going to be some sort of sway. There is going to be. Sure. Um, and like you said, now that's kind of invaded even even education. So, 
you know, to me, I, I, I wish we had that percentage too, because that would be so interesting to see how many of the percentage are Christians or even just even of some sort of religious background. Right. It'd be very interesting. So I, that's it, a cool point. It, it also intrigues me because they even mentioned in the article that when the pandemic hit, yeah, right, you know, everything there, that's when, uh, what was it, a, a decent percentage of parents withdrew from public schools because you're taking away, um, you know, because it said that, Parents now have less anxiety about their children's academic and social progress than was the case two years earlier. So two years ago, when the in twenty twenty, when everything hit, people were pulling their kids out of school because of everything that was going on. Hmm. But I think a lot of schools now have. It was kind of one of those double edged swords. Like yes, they were able to protect the kids right from right the sickness that was happening, but you gave up a lot of the other things. And through that, school systems started to figure out, well, hey, we don't actually have to have kids in the building. Hmm. And so they're more likely, you know, snow days. Like you, you, like we had snow days. Those were the best days of the year. Those oh, absolutely. Those don't happen. Yeah, those don't exist anymore because no. of the online presence of, like, public school Kids now. don't get a chance to be a kid. Hmm. They, they don't have those opportunities, right? Hmm. And I'll, I'll say that because even, you know, last year I – I was, uh, was a substitute yeah. in one of the school systems. And, you know, I, I saw that even as a sub. These kids are pushed so, so hard, middle school even, to achieve certain things that, like, there's not, there's no chance to grow. There's no social <laughs> aspect a lot of times. like Which is concerning, the social aspect yes. of it. Oh, yeah, that's why, uh, so I'm a 2018 graduate, and around that time, mm-hmm. charter schools were starting to get big again, <clears throat> like super big. Um, not only because you could have specialization, which is my personal belief. We could get into a whole discussion on what I think about the school system as a general, but um, which is been beneficial for some kids. They get to specialize in their field much, much earlier than what they would get to in high school and in college. So that's been very interesting to see. And charter schools around 2018 started to pick up a lot, a lot of things. Uh, we had people dropping out then in my class to go to a charter school for a year or two because it gives them that head start in their field that they want to go into and it has a higher success rate of them actually being able to go to their field and that means a lot to people and mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a guarantee and then you have that that pressure that is going on I, i've definitely seen that around when i was in school towards the end of school it was a ridiculous amount of pressure you're expected to do so much and you're not a they, there was no real free time. They did everything they possibly could to keep you in school, and it's mm. become more of a test score game across the board because they do get – here's the fact. Standardized. and Well, it's more than just that. They how they do on their test scores is how they get money from the government. And exactly. that's how public schools are, are rated, and there has to be a better way to do that because our kids are suffering. And I think that's we, a huge thing. And that's, and that's been a debate for a long time, and – I know I've had a terrible experience with the school system and where they were only caring about test scores and my education suffered because of that. But more than that, like there's plenty of kids that suffer because of that because all they teach them how to do is take a test, but that doesn't teach you how to learn anything. Sure. It's not like life oriented. No, it's not. We've talked about that too. School is just a way to indoctrinate kids about how to behave in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Uh, Like, like how, how many jobs do you have where like you have to ask to go to the restroom even? Like, I've, I've worked jobs where, like, you're not allowed to leave your position to go to the bathroom hmm. without checking with a supervisor. <laughs> like, you're, like you're, 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 not, you know, you're not allowed. You get, you get written up for it, hmm. right? And what are, like, stuff like that. But where does that come from? That wouldn't have been the case 50 years ago. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, that wasn't the case. Yeah. All hmm. that stuff were it's indoctrination in a way. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. It, if, to understand the true problem with schools today, you have to go to history. And you have to understand what we, where, why schools were, the last time schools were truly reformed, and guess what? You may think they've been reformed in the recent years. They haven't. Uh, the last time they were reformed was around the Cold War, and it was specifically for the space race and for that yeah. time. Uh, it, you, you had the Russians that were trying to... I uh, probably just got a shadow ban, but you also had them, so they're trying to get. We've <laughs> already been first. shadow banned because I think we said we said the c word already, so it's oh. okay. <laughs> so they're they're trying to get. I to said, space. gosh dang it! They're trying to get to space, and we're trying to beat them, and 
we needed, we didn't have the scientists. We didn't have the scientists. We didn't have the thinkers. We didn't have the everything that this right. we had a severe lacking. But we also didn't have the people in the factories that we needed to create parts and to create our industrialization where we could support a space race. So what we did was is we turned schools into a very standardized way that was going to not only, you were either going to be a scientist, you were either going to be an engineer, a scientist, right, or they, you're going to be a factory worker. They made that, it, that's yeah. what it's designed to be. That's why you're in rows. That's why everything about school and how it is made and so how really, things are done is it very, into propaganda. very specific. It, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, we needed Definitely to beat the. Yes. We needed to beat the people they, in the they, cold. They war. catered to their the needs. The yep. Which, which actually, that I had the same thought because we're now in a point, right? Which I wonder if this ties to why the why more people have gone to charter schools, right? Because there was a number exactly. in here that two hundred and forty thousand students, yeah, are newly enrolled in in charter schools. It's a lot of kids. Over a quarter million students have newly enrolled in charter schools. Wow. And we know that charter schools are more. Um, uh, what's the word? Independent. Specialized. Independent, and they're more specialized in yep. their teachings. Correct. Now, how? I, again, I'm curious. Uh, this is one of those things that would go a little bit deeper, and like possibly even opinions of of parents pulling their kids and whatnot. Right. right? But how many of those have gone to charter schools that teach specific trades? Because well, we because we, well, the, the trades thing. are struggling right now, like in the world, like they yeah. are. Well, that that's something I was going to bring up. I, ironically, charter schools don't just do trades. Typically, your charter school and the charter schools that I've heard of and done research on are actually they're a they're a college essentially. Right. That's what you're you're working with. And it's specialized. It's, it's you you know it's it's going away from this idea of what we we've specialized our schooling for, which mm-hmm. is engineers, scientists, mm-hmm. and, and factory worker, which we don't need anymore. Um, it's going towards everything. So we're going back to, and this sounds almost you you would think it's archaic, but it actually works. It's going back to medieval times and going to how they specialized their children. And Mm. if you wanted to be a blacksmith, guess what? You apprenticed as a blacksmith from the age of 13 and on. Um, Mm. That's essentially what a charter school, some of what they do. So, yeah, you're getting in all your math and all your stuff, but they realize you don't need to know Algebra 2 if you want to be an artist. Right. You don't need to know xyz it to be an electrician you don't sure. need to know xyz to go be a it's very interesting and man. it's it is interesting and they're specializing in the idea of we're going to get you all the credits you need to possibly get a, the rest of your degree but you're working on your degree while you're at this charter school. right right this charter school we're going to get you as close to being a vet a veterinarian or get you as close to being an electrician or a welder or a doctor as, or a psychologist or a therapist. Yeah, whatever or it may be. Whatever it may be or right. ready for the military even as we possibly can without you being things. So you Which, only have to take a few. You, you cut down on college debt. You cut down on all of this. Right. It works better. They also let the kids be kids. They cater to learning styles because they realize at the end of the day, kids can't learn the same way. There's Charter schools also allow teachers to be teachers. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing we all forget. A lot of teachers in the world right now are really overworked know. and overstaffed. Not overstaffed. Over their classrooms are too big. Yeah, the the average class size last I checked in America is like thirty some. That's, mm-hmm. that's quite like, a bit. Which is massive. It's quite yep, a bit. Right. And like, the way they're teaching them, it's impossible. You you can't because and again, it today's teachers because of standardized standardization and all that stuff. Yeah. They're essentially reading a script. Yes, they are. Of like, hey, this, you know, th- this is what we're learning today. Da 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 da. There's no actual teaching, mm-hmm. which is why I think also a lot of schools around are transitioning into this. The school even I graduated from, transition into like this career building type of right. things, right? Because it, it's mm-hmm. that that type of thing. I don't. If I'm gonna, you know, like we'll we'll take me for example, right? In in high school, I wanted to go to college to be like a a, a history teacher, right? Right. Why do I need to take college level calculus because I, I i did right but i did it purely for the college credit i don't need to know calculus to be a history teacher absolutely exactly and so that i think that's probably what some of these charter schools are what private moving towards these well. the, these private schools, too yeah these schools don't have to adhere to a lot of the same things that you they like a public school do. would be they don't they don't have to right because they they have their own private funding Mm-hmm. They have their own thing. And yes, it costs more for you to go to them, but it's better for your child overall. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we've seen a lot in history even. Which, and it's, it's appealing to this idea. And we may have some of the facts wrong. Sure. I ask you to forgive us for that. But for the most part, it is like this is exactly what's going on. This, well, is, this is why schooling today doesn't work. We, we're creating positions that we don't need. And that's why people are very 
we don't have the complex thinkers like we did years ago because that our school system because of the standardization yes it's standardization you you are creating soldiers and you're creating you're creating people that only follow orders and that's not how you increase a society that's how you kill one and that's why charter schools are so important and that's why all these things are that's why whether whether we want to argue about things that are going on in the world right now or not this is something that we can look at the facts and we can look at people who even look at how many people are successful coming from a charter school or a private school. And yeah. Private school people aren't always your rich kids, if I'm honest. No. Not anymore. And it's it's because those schools specialize in some things that don't or they focus more on the specialization thing. And you also get kids because of what they're doing and how they're doing it and because it's so different, they're able to actually help kids with learning disabilities or actually help kids learn the way they're supposed to or be able sure. to learn. No person learns the same. You may find a group of small group of people that learn the exact same way, but typically you're not going to have, it's all going to be slightly different and things like that. And you need to help the child to learn. And, and if you're not helping them to learn in a specific way, then yeah, it's, it's useless. That's good, man. It seems to me that overall the, the landscape is shifting either Absolutely. way. So whether, whether it's because of the different learning styles, what's cool is that the landscape is definitely shifting from education, and it seems like people are starting to go more of an independent route, which to me sounds like it's going to be building a better future. Oh, yeah. And building this, skills instead of memorization of information. Which is awesome. I think that's great. Which, which another reason why this is happening is if we're all honest, it's because of the threats on our schools as well. That's the threat on public schools. There's no way for you to protect a public school as well as a private or a charter school can. And I hate to say that, but that, there are times that it's not that way. And the most protected schools in America are the inner city schools, mostly because there is so much of a threat there. And sure. There has to be multiple officers on duty there. But your typical school in the middle of nowhere is only going to have one resource officer. And that's a lot of what we're seeing right now is also you see parents getting afraid. And they're going, we wanted our child in a school that not only – is going to keep them so, safe. So you think it's more of a safety issue too, possibly? Oh, yeah, it's 100% a safety issue. People don't think about learning for their kids typically as much as we want to think they do. Some some parents do, and I do think you, they all think about it to a certain extent, but also people aren't necessarily doing the research because, again, they've all been taught this memorization, this very standardized way of thinking. But when you see the threats that have been put on schools and then you see how protected a private school is or you see how perfect protected a charter school is because they have their own private funding and yeah. they're able to hire security outside of just the police that can work with the police and help keep a safer environment and also can give more attention to kids that guess what are going to do those things right so the upside so it sounds like to me just given what we've talked about the upside is definitely pointing more towards private charter other oh, yeah. than public school. If I had a child, they, I would send them to a charter school or, uh, or a private school, sure. 100%. I wouldn't want them to go. I would want them to have an experience of what I had to experience in the pri- in the public school system because those people are, are rude and terrible, and guess what? That's, that that builds character. That builds character. I hate to say it. <laughs> like, I got bullied, and I Fun got... Fun terms of hashtag mistakes. no public school. <laughs> I, 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 got, I, got, I got bullied, and I got... I got hurt, but I also got to learn how yeah, it is dude. to be socialized and things like that. And that's where I learned a lot of my socialization skill. And I'm still not like a lot of people, and I still have a lot to learn there. But like, sure. I think that's without that, man. like, without that, I don't think I'd be the man that I am today. Right. So I, I think I love part of the atmosphere that public school gives you. Sure, there's, also, there's definitely some upside still. There is more benefit to if I had a child to put them in a private school right. or in a charter school where they can actually excel. Oh, absolutely. How are we doing on time, by the way? I know you, you checked earlier. How are we doing on time? Uh, we're at about 52. Okay. All right. Did you have anything else? I thought you looked like you were going to say something earlier, Blake. Uh, oh, yeah. It, they, they did put in here, which I, I missed the first time reading this, but I am kind of excited to see where it puts up but it's they did say that there is much to learn from families who made the switch and perhaps the biggest lesson for everyone is how critically important charter schools are to public education huh. so i am i am hoping that they will continue to look into it because i am curious some of the reasonings and that yeah may give us more of an insight as to what's happening maybe we maybe there'll be an update of some oh, kind yeah, there, we'll, there we'll will be definitely there. keep an eye yeah on. i'll look into it a little bit too mm-hmm. cool all right so i don't know what do you guys think should we try to hit one more yeah. All right, so we actually have, this one's pretty cool, moving on to our next article here. 
Um, it's titled Family of Little League Player Left in Comatose After Accident Credits and They Credit a Prayer for Son's Recovery. Um, so to kind of summarize what happened here, we have a, uh, a kid named Easton, uh, nicknamed Tank. Love it. Uh, he was going – he played for the Utah Snow Canyon Little League team. Um, and kind of a wild thing that happened, I, I, feel, I feel for the kid, uh, he was going to be playing in the Little League World Series. Yeah. Um, and he was in the dormitories where they stay because it's clearly, I mean, it's, it's a huge, for, for those of you who are not familiar with the Little League World Series, I mean, it's a big time Little League tournament that's, you know, played, I mean, it's got people from all over the world that come to play and from all over the country to play. It's nationally televised. Like, yeah, on so ESPN pretty big deal. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, uh, they, so the kids stay at dormitories, you know, to go play. Well, he fell off of his bed and fractured his skull. Which is, I mean, because when I first initially read this article, I thought, oh, like maybe he got hit with the ball. Right. Like he was playing when this happened. No, he, w- he didn't even get to play. So it's interesting. Kind of a bittersweet thing, at least for me, because I was like, man, like I feel for the kid because he came to go play at the League World Series and then fractured his skull falling out of the bed in the dormitory. So um, that is how, you know, the article starts is, you know, he fractured his skull um, falling out of the bed. Um, and what's really cool is uh, there was a there was a series of Instagram posts that his his parents had started to put out, um, and uh, they were just asking folks to pray, uh, pray for you know pray for Easton, and uh, they said that just what a miracle it was that they said his recovery process the way it's been so far has just been so like good. Yeah. Um, you know I know that the mother initially had to travel fifteen hours and had to take, you know, a couple flights even just to get to him because she initially wasn't there. <laughs> so, you know, she had a crazy trip to even get there to be at the hospital with him. Um, but they said that, you know, it was cool because of just the, the rallying of support that came. Uh, they said that, you know, a lot of the kids and their parents came to support him in the hospital. You know, they said that uh, his recovery has just been so crazy with uh, – they said that even – I can't remember if there was a specific time frame, but I know just in a, in a matter of – you know, a couple of, I don't know, I'd say a couple of days, you know, from a fractured skull that he was already up and trying to like walk already. Um, he was, he was, he was conscious. Like, and I was like, holy cow, like what a, what a miracle. And the, they, the reason why it's such a cool article is just they credit so much to the prayer. You know, they were crediting prayer um, for, you know, his recovery and what, what a cool miracle it is. Um, and so. even, even after, because they put in there while he was in the hospital. He was. Uh, he went up, got up to use the restroom, and he fell. Oh yeah, and hit I forgot. His again, and so they they went to go do another CT scan because they're like he he may have hurt something. Mm-hmm. It was completely normal. Like there there wasn't any like. Man, so just God's protection, man. What a beautiful oh, thing, dude. And like you know, it made me like like it's funny because I said bittersweet earlier because uh, part of the article too towards the end of it is you know he talks about how you know he wanted to play so bad, but. It was cool because his, his brother got to play in yeah. place, and he was so happy, but also kind of like it said he shed happy and sad tears, which I get because, you know, he, he had worked so hard to get here, and this happened. But, you know, what a cool story still of, like, just God's protection and the power of prayer. I mean, it's so beautiful, man. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, constantly, you know, because they have quotes from, um, from the parents, you know, whether it's from interviews or – um, posting on Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we're so grateful and blessed to have another miracle in Easton's life, like in his recovery. Um, the the uh, the family firmly believes in the power of miracles through faith. We have seen this to be true in Easton's recovery. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful for the pra- faith and prayers of everyone who's rooting for Easton. We know that miracles are happening in this recovery because of them. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, it's really it's awesome. It's dude. really cool, man. Yep, love it. Just I think it's cool because I know a lot of the time. A lot of the time, the, the articles that we're sharing here, you know, are either, you know, some sort of like, can be a crazy thing or, you know, it can be a, you know, it can be like, like, for example, it's just super informational about like how the world's going. So it's just cool to have a good one, have a, you know, a credit to Fun Turn for finding the articles today. And they're just really good articles. And, you know, we were able to find a just good news one, you know, like what a cool thing that got, you know, like just to, you know, for anybody who's watching or listening that's struggling, like just know that God's moving. He's here, you know, and he and he's he's speaking to you, whether that's right now, whether it's before you listen to this or after. You know, he's constantly moving and he, he's protecting you. You know, if you're going through a hard time, you know, miracles are bound to happen, you know, and just the faith that they show, you know, if you can show even just a 
just an ounce of faith how much God can move. It's incredible. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know if you guys have anything else, but just just such a beautiful article, man. I love it. I know, ironically, this past Thursday at Youth Group, we actually talked about kind of miracles and what that what that does a little bit. We've been talking about the story of Joshua, right? Mm-hmm. He takes over from Moses. And there's a part towards the end of, of the book, of the book of Joshua, where uh, the Israelites stop following God. They start worshiping other idols. And Joshua's like, yo, like, don't you guys remember like all the all the miracles that happened, all the really cool miracles that happened? And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess so, right? But, <laughs> like, God moves today. Yes. Right? Like, and I think we get caught up in the fact that, like, a miracle like this, right? Well, this is this is this is a miracle. He fell out of a, out of a bunk bed, <laughs> yeah, dude. fractured his skull, fell again a few days later on what I'm assuming was a tile floor because he was in the bathroom mm-hmm. in a hospital to have no extra damage. He's make he's making a recovery. He's able, you know, at the time this was written, I, I don't know, you know, like was it, but the Little League World Series is going on now. So like it's mm-hmm. this has been fairly recent. Oh yeah, like he can physically move. He's aware of his surroundings. He can um, eat. He can eat by himself. Like he yes. can do all this stuff. And it's it, crazy. It, his father <laughs> indicated that a full recovery would take some time, but they're hopeful that like he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that is a miracle of itself. That's right, man. And so I think a lot of times, like another thing to take away this one, like you said, prayer is real. Oh, absolutely. And, like the power of it is miraculous. God is miraculous. And I think he does move in our lives, but we miss it because we're expecting him to part a sea for us. Hmm. Right, like Easton's injury, like God didn't part a sea, but he kept a he kept a little boy from possible. Who who knows how bad it could? Oh, have it been. could have been it awful, could have been man. So it could have been bad. awful. Hundred percent. Not only did he protect him, but he's been healing him. Absolutely. We're so, always so sucked into ourselves, yes, in our own lives that we forget the miracles that are always around us that God's provided. That's to me, it's a great lesson. I, I'm I I appreciate you bringing that up because, like, you know. Man, there's just constantly, God is constantly protecting us, and I know I forget that so often. I forget the miracles he's provided and the miracles that I miss that he still provides now. And like like you said, seeing this, I can clearly see this as a miracle, but it is convicting that, like, seeing this, I know that if if there's people out there that can maybe even pull back on my life, even now, and see that there's miracles. And that's, like, that's a beautiful thing, and I want to be more appreciative of that. So that's a great point, dude. Great yeah, point. Absolutely. Easton, if you ever see this, buddy, tank. We're, <laughs> tank. We're, we're praying for you, big guy. The Olivarsons, we're praying for you guys as well, and I know, I know we will be. Because hmm. this, this is a really cool story. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Christian Post, for, for sharing such a cool story, man. Yeah. I love it. So, All right. What do you think, Fun Turn? Do one more? Or probably Hit cut it. it. What, how are we looking on time? <laughs> Getting a little over an hour. 101. 101. Oh, that's not too bad, I guess. I guess we can. Well, the thing is, this is a pretty this, long this, one. This is a, this this a pretty long one article. Pretty so uh, yeah, this, yeah, this one. one. This will be like the first one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll probably end up, we'll probably stop here today. But thank you so much, Blake, oh, for coming absolutely. on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, it was a blast. I think it was fun. Folks, thank you so much for listening yeah. today. You know, um, I know I had a fun time. It's been a while since we got to do articles, so it's fun to go over a couple articles for you guys. I hope you guys learned something. Hope you guys take something away from this episode. Uh, Blake, you got anything? Oh, man, appreciate you guys uh, again for letting me come on and just you know talk with you guys and hang yeah, out dude. again. And, uh, everyone out there, keep doing your stuff. Keep sharing. Keep liking. Um, sharing, sharing this is a huge deal, not because we want the views, but because other people get to see it, and hopefully something in here piques their interest in Jesus. Absolutely, dude. That's such a beautiful way to put it. Fun turn. You got anything for us? I'll uh, I'll hit up the pod squad. Don't you worry. Pod squad. Uh, so uh, for you podcasters out there, th- those people that love this podcast, I ask you to leave a review. Leave a review. Give us five stars, and just tell us. You know, y- you can tell us anything if you want. You can tell us our f- your favorite book. You can tell us uh, your favorite energy drink. Your favorite PB and J. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You, you can put anything down there. Or you can leave a heartfelt review. We love those as well. Absolutely, um, yeah. But you don't have to do that if you don't want to. We, we really appreciate the five stars, and we really it really helps us on the business end of things. But if you didn't like us, you know, remember what your mama said. If you don't got nothing nice to say, you can, you can just keep it to yourself, and you can keep on down the road. We were glad you gave us a try. We'll accept your view. But you don't need to be mean. <laughs> Just have a great day.
and we're 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 gonna see it maybe again, maybe we still not, love probably you. not. Yeah, we still love you. We'll be praying for you. Uh, <laughs> have a good day. You don't need to. You don't need to rain on our parade. You hmm. don't need to be that way. If you don't like us, have a good day. <laughs> but besides that, if you love us, you know what? You keep keep giving us those five stars. Review. It really helps us out. Uh, and I uh, hope you have a great day. Yeah, share the link, too. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, share the link. All right, thanks, Fun Turn. Hey, guys, thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Uh, I'll echo what Fun Turn said. Like, share it, wherever you're watching from. Give a little blurb at the top so people can see what you're watching. Other than that, thank you guys so much. Have a great day, and God bless. Yeah.